Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dunk You Very Much, Central Taipei's number one English language MBA podcast, coming at you live from Da'an, right next to the Yonghe Soy Milk King. Your host, Sam Yarbs, is here with my good friend and co-host, Matthew Von Ryan. Shout out to all of our listeners, whether you're in America, in Taiwan, or you're in Lithuania, playing in the D-League, like your Leandro or Lamelo Ball. Shout out to all of you, which is much love. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> I didn't know they had a D in the Lithuanian alphabet. That's impressive. That's, they, a, that's good. That's good. I don't know what the letter they use. The, the team they signed to has two leagues, and the league of Leandro and Lamelo will be playing in it. Is the lower league. The second tier. It costs $5 to enter. You can smoke inside the arena. <laughs> oh, God. We got a pilgrimage. And they encourage chucking. So <laughs> We got to go to one of these games, man. I think that's the only way. Uh, that's the only way. We're to starting a crowdfunding. So if you want to send Sam <laughs> and Matt to Lithuania to report on that. Just send us famous grass and we'll sell it uh, for Bitcoin. Um, we go. We're going through... Uh, we're going through right now. We're hitting you with a podcast, a special edition podcast right now. This is a fun one. What we thought we'd do is like we always talk about breaking down, looking at the potential playoff seedings, the number one versus the number eight, <clears throat> the number four or five matchups, how that shakes down. But we never look cross-conference. And I think this is kind of just a, a fun way to look at this, maybe the state of the East versus the West, the state of the two conferences, how things are. What, what Matt and I are going to do right now is we have the, the current seedings right now of both conferences, one through eight, and we're going to go head-to-head at every one of those seedings. So basically we're going to take the number one team in the West, the Houston Rockets, the number one team in the East, the Boston Celtics, and we're going to say who's going to win a seven-game series from those two teams and talk about why we think that way. And we're going to go all the way through number one through eight um, and, and break down each one of these potential uh, these these non-potential playoff matches because they won't <laughs> happen. It won't happen this year, but there are a lot of talks about changing the, the playoff structure you know, maybe get rid of conferences, yeah. you know, 1 to 16 seeds. I, I think it is interesting, it's as, an interesting especially shot, yeah. 1 vs. 1, who's going to win? 8 vs. Yeah. 8 vs. You know, yeah. who, who has the advantage in this extremely hypothetical? Yeah, totally. It's, 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 a, it's an interesting thought uh, exercise, particularly for the fact that, like, if, if one conference comes out with, like, 7 of the 8 wins... I think that's that's a pretty Western conference. <laughs> that's a pretty decent argument for realignment of of playoff seedings in some way, right? And I don't know, like um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it, that's fair enough. I I just think that uh, I think these things kind of even themselves out. So I don't want to see. It's taken a long time for the East to get changes. in. No, I don't. We're not, we're not advocating any lead changes. You know, Adam Silver. Are, Adam are. Silver listens to this podcast, but he knows yeah. possible the, future guest, possible sponsor, <laughs> possible sponsors. Well, yeah, that's possible future guest and sponsor, Adam Silver. He listens to the pod, but he knows that we never push him to to advocate for realignment. We're we're, we're we we like the NBA the way Do it is. Thing, Adam. Just be you. But it is it is nice to kind of take a look at like kind of the state of the conferences to see like which ones are really are really pulling away and is this resurgence of the East something to be taken seriously? So we kind of spoiled the uh, the you know the, the top seeds right now. But what we're gonna do we're gonna start with the two number eight seeds and work our way backwards from the number eights back up to the number one and hit you with which we think are the most uh, compelling matchups, the most interesting and ones. I, I think and, this uh, is the most interesting part. So the first matchup we got the eighth seed from the West. New Orleans Pelicans, and the eighth seed from the East, the New York Knickerbockers. Caw-caw! 
All right, Pelicans versus Knickerbockers. In a seven-game series, too. That's an important thing to realize. Like, while we're doing this, we want to see who's, like, who's going to out-coach someone, who's going to, mm-hmm. like, game plan, who's going to win over, you know, an extended period of time. And, and there's a slightly interesting side right now. The uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are 17 and 16. The New York Knicks are 17 and 15, which gives them a slightly better win percentage. So the home game would be in Madison Square Garden. A potential game seven in would the be Madison in the Madison Dunky very much playoff potential. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. In the series that will never happen, that potential game seven would take place in New York. Matt, mm-hmm. does that shake your prediction for this? I do think this is a six or seven game series. I think mm. these teams are pretty even matched. I think Alvin Gentry is not a very good coach, but I do think New Orleans wins this series. I think they're just a little bit too much talent versus the Knicks, who they got Porzingis, they got Hardaway, but like they're just not a lot of. And they got Beasley. We should mention Beasley. Yeah, the player yeah, of the, the week, thinking man's MVP. Player yeah, of yeah. The week. Uh, I just think New Orleans kind of over skills them, overpowers them. Just has too much talent on the on the roster. What says you? Um, the first thing I think when I see this eight on eight matchup right now is wow, like both conferences are a little more bad than I thought. Like the fact that um, the Knicks are in the playoff picture is pretty amazing, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of testament to Porzingis's rise. I mean, I mean, maybe at the beginning of the year, if if you told me Porzingis is going to be a monster. And the Knicks are going to make the playoffs. I'd buy it just because of how bad the West typically, I mean, the East typically is. But if you told me that the Pelicans were for sure, like, we didn't have it, that team in the playoffs. No. And it's not like they have played so much better than we thought that they would. Like, they're below, um, you know, they're just above 500, barely. But, like, the, I mean, we thought that, the, that basically 5 through 8 in the West was going to be a bloodbath. And the team that got in would be a well over 500 team. And uh, that has not been the case. Both conferences have kind of underperformed. Well, I guess we expected the East to underperform. But the West has definitely underperformed from that 5 through 8 range. Um, I would agree with you. I think New Orleans wins. Talent wins out. Now, we're assuming a healthy Anthony Davis for this series. Boogie and Davis uh, versus one unicorn. Zinger is too much. Um, What's kind of more interesting to me for the Knicks, like, what what do you think about the Do you think the Knicks are in a good position? I think they're in an awkward position where they're they're sort of yeah. good enough to contend, but not bad enough to get a good draft pick. Yeah. I think their team, like the Porzingis, is, is probably one of my favorite players. Yeah, he's probably top three of the players I want to build around. Yeah, but the players around him, Joachim Noah, three years left on his massive $60 million deal. contract. God, and uh, Hardaway is a good player. He's, he's a great player. We should commend. Hardaway, but he's uh, very overpaid. Huge, yeah, huge And Kyle Quinn do nothing. So yeah. is it, you know, is Neil Kina gonna take a jump? I, I don't know. That's what they're kind of relying on at that point. That's I a, mean, that's yeah. like the only that's the only avenue I see for them to get better because the draft picks aren't gonna be good. Yeah, I mean, Porzingis is too good for your draft picks to be good. Like, sorry, yeah. you're you're out of you're done. You're in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. I'm sorry, New York. You're done tanking. Yeah. Like, Porzingis is too good for you to just tack. Maybe at the beginning of the year they thought that he wasn't going to be that good enough that they could still tank yeah. and get the... But, but he's too good. You're not going to tank. Uh, 
uh, you know, Frankie Smokes making a jump is a possibility, but they've hamstrung their cap flexibility with the with the Hardaway and, and Noah signings. Oh, and and Hardaway has has actually kind of performed better than maybe we thought he was going to be when they first signed that like that deal. We thought it was just absolutely ridiculous. He's a role player though, and you're paying max, you know, close to max salary for a role player. Just maybe player. the like, way that the NBA is going, like with the, the salaries constantly inflated. Maybe maybe by like the end he, of his deal, it's not as bad. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, if the NBA like uh, salary cap rises, then yeah. the contract won't look bad. But like as of now, like. His salary is a percentage of the salary cap. Yeah. You can only pay so many players so much money. Absolutely. Yeah. So is he a good player? Yes, he's very good. You know, is he worth his percentage of the salary cap? Yeah. No, he's not. Or is he movable for draft picks or pieces? Not at that number. Yeah. That's so it, uh, you're, you're hamstrung either way. Yeah, I think New Orleans would beat uh, would beat would beat the Knicks. That's kind of an interesting two towers. Uh, you got the the double That'd two towers. You got the fun. you got the Davis and and Boogie versus. Uh, Przingis and Cantor as <laughs> the yeah. two towers in Plus, there. Yeah, yeah. Is it, 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 can we say that? No, I guess some big guys there. Can we say that the New York Knicks are are, are deeper than the Pelicans? Oh, for sure. The <laughs> Pelicans have no one. They have three this players. Means, but look at the the, the, the e, team e, that we're calling Moore deep. Might yeah. be the player of the uh, player of the month, like Etwan Moore, like, and then like this big story out like uh, beginning of the season, like Solomon Hill. His injury is really going to set back the Pelicans. Like Who? He's so in the hell. What are you talking about? That should never be a phrase associated with the team. Oh, I'm losing this guy. So we both agree that New Orleans takes the, uh, uh, takes like the series. Yeah. I think, that I think Porzingis gets hot a couple games in MSG and wins a few. But then but, uh, but, uh, but New Orleans takes it in, in five or six. Yeah, maybe six. I don't think it's that competitive. Yeah. Our next, uh, our next matchup is two teams that are the exact same. <laughs> have amazing point guard and shooting guard and they can play off each other yeah. and the rest of their team is sort of eh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the uh, it's the Washington Wizards and Portland Blazers I think this uh, is just I think the Wizards are you know Portland East and the, and the Blazers are Wizards West like I, I think they're yeah. just the same team I think I really don't know who wins this. I'm going to say Portland in seven. This is the least fun matchup, right? This is the least fun one to watch. It's just watching two on two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's break down the matchup. Wall versus Lillard. Who you got? Oh, Lillard. Lillard. For sure. For sure. Uh, it's close. I, I like I like Wall's defense and his fast break ability, but yeah. in the half court, he's not a good player. Like he's He's not good at running his offense. Mm-hmm. And I think Beal is really good, but I don't think he's better than McCollum. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. So Beal McCollum, yeah. who you got? I'm gonna say Lillard by a little bit, McCollum by a little by bit. A little bit. I feel like Wall is 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 getting borderline underrated right now. Um, but I'm willing to admit that I might be wrong, and maybe he is now being properly rated, hmm. uh, and that before he was a little bit overhyped. I might I might be off on this Could one. Be. Uh, recently on the you know on the, on the Ringer podcast, they had the, the group chat where they talked about that the, like openly we're just saying that like, the Wizards are, are Beal's team. That is that's Beal's wow. team now. Yeah, it's, it, that, that everyone should just admit and move on. That's Beal's team. I, I disagree a hundred percent. I I didn't hear that Ringer that yeah. that podcast, but uh, I and think once Walls. It was interesting to how like you, whenever you hear that kind of like you know just it just seemed like yeah it's just different like Wall still. 
I mean, it's it's but tough. Yeah. the ball in his hand. Like mm-hmm. he decides whose team it is. Yeah. You know, he can make it the Polish Hammers team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can Kelly Oubre's and that, that's where it comes down to for me actually is I actually think that uh, that because what we talked about with, with Wall's defense and especially his blocks I think that Wall and Lillard is a bit more of a wash I agree that Lillard is more of like a game changer with his like his audacious pull up threes but I like I like Wall's defense a little better and then and then McCollum right. and Beal for me like I, it's, it's too close for me to call so where I go to oh. from there is looking at the uh, is looking at the the supporting cast We've talked about and uh, and the Blazers like, despite being kind of anonymous, I still think the Blazers are just deeper. I think they are just deeper. I think yeah. that, I think that we say I think these Wizards teams, are like the, the least deep team in the NBA. I think that we say these My teams story. are the same, but but we realize that's like they're both the same in terms of they're kind of treading water in their respective conferences, but. As I think we are on our way to proving, the West is way, way better. Portland way, has to have more weapons just to tread water in that competitive conference. Absolutely. I think that their depth would get to. I mean, this is a team they bring. Uh, they bring uh, Ed Davis and uh, and who's the other guy they bring off the bench? The old Swalligan. Swalligan. Yeah, Swalligan. Yes. And Ed Davis they, comes they, in. They bring these dudes. We're not like they bring stars, these dudes, like, off, the off the bench. And I think they just dominate the non-starter minutes against this series. I think they win in, in maybe. Five. I think yeah. Portland actually takes it to the Wizards. Ooh, five. I like it. I think that I think that Portland takes it to them, man. I think that their bench, like I think they agree. I think that the top two guys kind of play to a duel or within a plus or minus of a couple points of each other, and then uh, and then the, and then the Portland bench and their supporting cast. I think I guys who can knock down shots, knock down threes, unless Ubre takes a big leap. I like Portland beating the Washington Wizards. I don't like the Wizards even in the Eastern Conference. So the last two have been pretty close. I think this one. I think will not be as close. The sixth seed, Denver Nuggets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. Is there any reason to jump on Denver's side? Uh, is there any way Denver could beat Milwaukee? Uh, is, or, or is this Denver with Millsap? Millsap back? For the yeah, play- sure. It's the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah playoffs. Millsap, Jokic. Every, every player is healthy in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Denver is... Absolutely. Why? Well, why? <laughs> wow. Talk really? me out of Denver. Beating Milwaukee. Okay. Talk me out of Denver right now. Yeah, why? Like, why is Milwaukee number? Why is Milwaukee number six in this bullshit conference? Why is Milwaukee number six? Why? If Giannis is MVP, why are they in the sixth seed in this bullshit conference? Like, I mean, I know they're only a couple games from being up at, up in the top four or whatever. But uh, you know, post Bledsoe trade, wasn't this team supposed to like? This team's not tough. They're yeah. not. They don't have any. The, the, there's no push to them. There's no, there's, there's no fight to them. I like Giannis, but uh, I mean, this team doesn't have like Denver is an offense that can just pour it on at yeah. times. They can just absolutely turn it on and pour it on. And Milwaukee doesn't have the firepower to keep up with them if they do. I can see Denver winning a couple of games by like twenty points and just blowing it out the window. Uh, I do think Jason Kidd's a good coach. I, mm-hmm. I know it's not a popular opinion. And he does like weird things. I think he was he was a weird point guard, and mm-hmm. and his coach trusted him, and he, he did weird things, and it worked. Yeah. So he kind of has this mentality where like, I don't need to do what's conventional. Like mm-hmm. I can make it work, and I do think he kind of out coaches himself sometimes. Like mm-hmm. he does a little bit too much. Doesn't play like right place at the right time. I I just think Jan. I mean, like who's who's the best player on the floor? Obviously Giannis. Who's the yeah. second best player? Jokic. Yeah, maybe. Bledsoe, no? Nah, I think Jokic is better than Bledsoe. Middleton? 
No, I think Jokic's better than Middleton. I like Middleton a lot, though. Yeah, I think Middleton and Gary Harris are kind of a kind of a wash. Gary Harris is good. Gary Harris yeah, is a really good player. It's fair. It's a wash. Uh, I mean, yeah. He, Jamal Murray is better than Brogdon. It's not better than than, than Bledsoe. Uh, yeah, Jamal Murray shoots a low percent. He's like a chucker to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that Kobe DNA without the Kobe shot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like. I like Milwaukee because I think they have the the best player, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, that that matters in these kind of these playoff yeah. games. Where, I, where in the end, who's gonna take the last shot? Who takes the last shot for Denver? Is you know, it's not a big guy, right? It's, it's gotta be a point guard. Probably Harris. Probably Harris, Harris would be the Harris. Yeah. So you're gonna yeah. live by Harris. Yeah, it's a tough you're, one. You win two games. No, you, twenty you, points. You've you've talked me this a little bit. I I still think Denver. We talked about it in our last podcast. I think ah, Denver I think is Denver. a move away. No, I think Denver is a move away. I think that okay, they yeah, are yeah. a team with a move away. And I I still like their potential. Yeah. But I I I I I could see Milwaukee in seven. Yeah, I'd put Milwaukee in seven. Where do you have Milwaukee? I say Milwaukee in five. Five. I I think Milwaukee is a much better team. You know, Denver plays at the stadium. It's a mile in the sky, right? <laughs> They're winning those. Yeah, played in the. They're winning those home Mountains of Athens. <laughs> yeah, he was raised the, in the Parthenon. <laughs> exactly, I forgot he was rookie stuff. We have our first East, Eastern Conference winner. That's nice. Okay, Milwaukee takes one, uh, and we have we have a point in the in the Eastern Conference camp. But I think that uh, that I think that streak will end pretty quickly. We got the fifth seeds. We have OKC versus Detroit. Yeah. I, I, the, the next two, nice the next two are I'm, so funky from the from the from the east, man. Yeah, it's I, crazy. I love like Detroit. <laughs> yeah. When I watch them, they make sense. Like when I watch them, even when I yeah. watch them lose, I'm like, wow, this team makes sense. Each player has a role, I get it, yeah. and they're doing it. They just they don't do it very well. Yeah. And, and they've been, uh, you know, they started off really really hot. Now they're 18 and 14. Uh, I think they've been on a, a, a pretty bad streak. I think OKC, this team that everyone's like, oh, this is horrible. Now they're fifth seed in the West. Like, we got to give them a little more respect. I think uh, in seven games, I think OKC figures out Detroit pretty quick. I think mm. it's a sweep or maybe in five. Yeah, I don't even know if I can give Detroit one right here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's um, Detroit makes sense. They're a fun story, and they beat they've beaten a lot of bad teams. They beat a few. Good teams, so so maybe we should give them five. You know, they beat the Celtics. They've been, they beat they they went in and beat some good teams. They, I think good. Been they State beat Golden State. State. Yeah, Bradley is a monster early against Golden season, State. Yeah. yeah, early early in the year. I mean, this is like okay. I mean, they haven't plummeted the way Orlando did from right. the, the top, but they are They're the two trickling the down. They're trickling down. They're gonna. St- I think they're. I think they're a playoff team. I think Detroit is a playoff team. If the season ends today, yeah. if the season ends today, they would I, be, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I know think the, they're dropping quick. Why does Stan Van Gundy get such like high praise? Like, why does he get a pass? Like, I never understood. Like, I, maybe I'm too young or yeah. something. Like, I've been watching the NBA for twenty years. I've never seen Stan Van Gundy do anything. So, <laughs> well, like, I think taking that that Orlando team to the finals got him a lot. I think that was a lot of mileage on that one. Yeah. I don't know. You take a team to the finals, you coach team in the finals. I think that that has a certain thing. Like without an obvious best play, they beat the team that they like. They were not expected to beat the Celtics that year. Yeah. Uh, And you know everyone recognized that Dwight was young LeBron, young Celtics. Yeah, yeah, and everyone kind of recognized that, like you know, like uh, like that was kind of the transcendent Dwight. But like Dwight was never like he was still young Dwight. It wasn't like he was like. 
You know, he was... Farting Dwight. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> farting Skittles Dwight. Uh, M&M, sorry, excuse me. I forgot his favorite candy. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was an impressive... I think people would count that as a very impressive coaching job. And it brought him a lot of cachet. And his brother's an analyst for the league, and they talk about a lot. I think that's uh, what it is. I think uh, that's a lot, yeah. I, mean, I think people love the, uh, the younger Ben Gundy. And so they, they give Stan Van Gundy a lot of, a lot of room to... I mean, <laughs> this team, they started off like... 10 and 2, and now they're 18 and 14. Like, what do you think in general about just all the coaching retreads we get in general? Like, how often, like, coaches are. Rep- There's only, you know, like 30 of these jobs available yeah. in the world. Like, is it really that, like, there's only a certain select group of men who are capable of doing this job? Like, or is it like. Or, or is it kind of a natural thing where, like, you probably know how to coach an NBA team if you've coached an NBA team before? Like, that is a, yeah. a valuable thing. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird too because like when coaches get fired, they don't just like leave. Like they become assistant coaches somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And then like they know the franchise, and then when that coach gets fired, like they get promoted to interim coach. Yeah. Or they leave that job to another coach. Yeah. I I think you're right. That. uh, What's hilarious to me is like almost like a learned ability. I think one of the things must be like, do you ever hear like a, a coach that like you don't think is necessarily a very good coach, but then you but then you hear them on a podcast. Where you hear them on in an interview, and you just like after an hour, you just like, oh wow, well, yeah, I'd hire this guy. I'd like to, you know, yeah. like like you watch him coach a basketball game. You're like, I wouldn't let this guy run my child's lemonade stand. Like this guy is completely incompetent. Why are you playing? But you listen to him talk. And you're like, oh, like I, I, I think there's some of that. Yeah, I think there's some a little bit of like in the room gravitas or whatever it is. Like there's probably a key, key component to being an NBA coach. So there is like very little practice in the NBA. Like, yeah. you know, recently I've been doing a, a lot of a Christmas performances at my school. And, like, you have to prepare so much to get the kids to do, like, five minutes of, like, good material in front of their parents. Yeah. And, you know, in the NBA, they don't, they don't really practice very much during yeah. the regular season. Like, you see players, like, put on weight during the regular season. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just, they don't have that opportunity. So, kind of coaching in-game, like, that, that's... that's it's pretty tough. It's like, a demanding schedule. Yeah, it, it it is it is not a job that I think you could just jump into. Uh, uh, we could check the profile of one David Blatt to check that to how that worked out. But uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, but we agree that OKC <laughs> smokes Detroit. Oh yeah, not even. Close. Next one, I think this is like uh, maybe the second most interesting playoff matchup oh, right my now. God. This is seven games. I this think one's seven so games. weird, man. What the fuck? Tell them about it. The Minnesota Timberwolves are playing against the Indianapolis Pacers. <laughs> the really good Indianapolis. The Pacers. really good Indianapolis Pacers. Yes, I took the under. This team sucks. Like I don't know how they're so good. Oh, the fucking Depot. Holy shit. He's you crazy. have them in your wins pool, too, as your, uh, yeah, your surprise yeah. I team. Had yeah. I had to. I had to. I know. And they're actually beating Milwaukee, which is a team like, like Milwaukee is the safest bet, right? Also, uh, another side bet we have for 50-point scorers. Mm-hmm. Harden scored 50 points twice this week. He scored 50 twice this week? Yeah, 51 twice. Jesus Christ. Holy shit, man. I'm getting Korean barbecue. I'm getting steak. Sam's drinking tin shots of grouse. Now, what, what, was, the, what greatest... was the fifty-point scorer one for? I, I, what I was that bet for? I'll have to go back and look. We have at to go back it. and look at that one. It was again, probably yeah. some Tinder account or something. I don't know. I, now we both are dating. Oh, it's pretty tough. All man. I know is my life is gonna be good. 
<laughs> I'm still, I, I feel, I still feel good on the wins pool and our over unders. We'll see how that all shakes well, yeah, out. We'll, we'll see, see how that all shakes out. It's a long season. It's a long season. Lot, lot, lot to come. A lot to come. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Minis- Min- yeah, Minnesota versus the Pacers, man. Do you, do you have a take on it? Or I, I, I think it's really. I, I do think Minnesota wins. I think they have the the mm-hmm. best players at each position, and yeah. I think they win in seven. But I don't know. The Pacers are playing so good as yeah. a team. Yeah. And the and Minnesota, like I'm, I'm really surprised every time I see them fourth because every time I watch them, they suck. <laughs> every time I watch them, they lose. Yeah. Uh, it is one of those teams. I feel like it's every time tough. I watch their games, they're they're losing or blowing a lead or or sucking. Yeah. And then you look at them like, oh, they're still yeah, twenty wins. Yeah. They're still like, yeah, you know, like. So yeah. And I'll, I'll I won't watch their game and then they'll win by like twenty in the box score or something like that. You're like what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah. It, it's if if the Pacers are the same Pacers they are now, like they're still playing like with this team. Yeah. Energy and this fire. I'll take the Pacers because I I believe in that. Yeah. And I think Minnesota's. When I watch them, they look so weird. I can't believe they have so many wins. Well, like, who's the best player in this series? Uh, I'd say Jeff T. <laughs> okay, and, and Wiggins. I don't know. Okay, it's probably, Jimmy it's probably Oladipo. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah, yeah Jimmy yeah. Butler. Yeah. It, it could be Oladipo though. Like the way he's playing now. Yeah, I think Oladipo Wiggins is coming. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I think I think I think Minnesota wins this series. Uh, I think Minnesota loses almost every playoff series against Eastern Conference teams, <laughs> like um, like Minnesota Detroit. If that was to switch around, I would not bet any money on Minnesota for any team. Yeah, I Except mean maybe Portland, Minnesota Milwaukee. No, I would take Freak Freak and yeah and yeah. I would take Giannis. I would take Andre Drummond against Towns. Minnesota, Washington, even can we go down to the seventh seed? Yeah, I'd probably Minnesota then, maybe. They're just like a stay away. I just don't like Knicks. it. I'll take them against the yeah, Knicks. Yeah, I'll take against the Knicks and the Pacers. Okay. I'll take them against so the Pacers. All my listeners, if you want to gamble, hit us up at don'tgivevermuchtwitter.com. So I take Minnesota versus the Pacers, man. Like I, I, I worry about the Pacers about this being sustainable. When you see this great yeah. like this team play and stuff like that, but it's team play. It's not built like. The Hawks had that team play thing, but it was built around some real solid fundamentals of like excellent shooting and guys who've been in the league for a while and proved it, like Horford and Millsap. And these guys are like they're relying on a lot of really young guys who are playing this exciting team brand, like Turner, Oladipo. Who's the Pacers starting five? Sabonis, Oladipo, Turner. Yep, those are three I could name as well. CJ Miles. I think he's not on. I think isn't CJ Miles on the Raptors now? We don't know. I think CJ Miles got traded no to the Raptors. Who are the other two starters? <laughs> uh, that's the thing is, they play Steve three. Lance? Lance is See, back. that's the thing is, they play three. Yeah, it might be Lance Stevens. Lance Stevens is back. He must be starting. Otherwise, he'd be like lighting things on fire. And so, so who, that's the thing is, Pacers play four and five. So it's just, it's tough. So it's got to be another wing then who's their starter. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one will ever know. I thought it was CJ Miles. Might have been the team, might have been the league. Oh, didn't they pick up the one of the guys? Oh, did... Bogdanovich. Oh, Bogdanovich is the yeah. Oh. He, he's lined it up. I think he's like their second leading scorer. What's, what's Twenty what's points wild. a game. <laughs> like shaking my head. Bad, right. bad player, bad bad player, good team. Bad, bad player, good team. Yeah, so, but so lots of shots. 
Well, so so far we're, we're through five of the series. We got four going to the West. Uh, Milwaukee are our, our lone holdouts, beating Denver right now. And now we get to the top three, which is the most, uh, some of the most interesting. I think some of them are interesting. Right now, San Antonio is the number three in the West, and in the East it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. San Antonio versus Cleveland. Who you got? It's close. It's a rematch. Ray Allen game. I do, I do think Cleveland is a better team. I think San Antonio is just the kind of team that beats bad teams and, and can't beat the great teams. Mm-hmm. I think I think they could even lose in the first round. If they're, they're the three seed now, so they would be matched Denver. Up against Denver. Well, okay, not Denver. And not Barth. Okay, they're pretty safe. But in the they're second round... They're pretty safe, round, yeah. They're, they're pretty safe, yeah. Gonna, like, okay, say it's Houston in the second round. Or Minnesota in the second round. Minnesota. Let's, let's say it's Minnesota in the second round. You think Minnesota beats San Antonio? I think it's pretty close. I, we just said, I, I we just said Milwaukee beats Minnesota, and now we got San Antonio. With... No, we say Milwaukee beats Denver. No, but I'm, we, remember with Minnesota, we went through oh, all yeah, the yeah. other Eastern Conference teams. We thought they were losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just think San Antonio is like just that team that just it's just the ultimate blue collar team. They just they do the work. They beat the the bad teams, and I just mm. I think they get smoked by the good teams. Yeah, I think that I don't know if they get smoked, but I think that that Cleveland, with the LeBron we're seeing right now, I think puts them down. I think LeBron five or sweep. I, I'd say five or sweep. I, I give him six out of respect Ooh. for Pop and, and and the team. And we haven't seen him with Kawhi yet. I mean, we haven't, we yeah. haven't seen Kawhi back with them. So we got to. That's a big question mark around San Antonio. They're number three without Kawhi, which is kind of crazy. Like it's super crazy. <laughs> the like, best player. He's probably top. Top three, three, yeah. Last year best was, yeah, yeah, for best sure. Player in the league, and no one. Last year that was it was the it was it was it was Westbrook, Harden, and then LeBron, Kawhi for MVP, and then but, sneaky Isaiah Thomas for number five. Who voted that? I don't know. But he, could you imagine like if Harden was out for the Houston or yeah or Westbrook was out for okay, take see, the top like, player off any other teams and like they yeah there wouldn't be the yeah the number three seed without that guy. It's uh it's absolutely wild. Um. But I still think Cleveland, even with Kawhi, I think Cleveland gets them because LeBron is the best player in that series, and uh, it, they've, they've got enough around them. Yeah, like uh, mm, I agree. You, you say six, I say five. Pretty close. I think the next one is, uh, we can skip through pretty quick. Golden State versus Toronto. Yeah, Toronto in four. Yeah, you go like, you like, you like <laughs> get out the brew. <laughs> yeah, sweet. yeah. Peace, that Toronto. Is a sweet Should we talk for a second about how Toronto is the number two seed in the in the in the in the East at all? We... I think we should not. Yeah, I think let's we should not. never mention Toronto. Let's <laughs> not. They're so boring. No, shout out to Toronto. Like they're winning. You're doing your thing. It's, it's another blue collar team. I think it's San Antonio East. I think like whenever they come to the playoffs and they play the Cavs, like mm-hmm. it's just it's not that yeah. thing. Like they can even get swept by the Wizards. Uh, we had Brandon Thompson. Uh, huge Toronto yeah. Raptors fan on the podcast before and you know what you said like whenever it comes to big times like the team just buckles like whenever there's yeah. pressure like whenever you're playing against a good team like they don't match up well they match up great against bad teams but like they're just sort of like iso ball with the Rosens yeah it's, it's not great they, they do shoot a lot of threes and they are changing the way they play we might see different Raptors this team this year but against Golden State it would be a sweep yeah, I think they're getting they're getting swept out the building. Yeah, not not a chance. Yeah, it's just uh, the weird way it breaks down this current time going head to head with Golden State. Yeah, peace yeah, guys. Absolutely. Let's skip ahead to the most interesting one. I think this is the so most exciting good. one. 
Houston versus Boston. Wow. I just want to bet the dream over. Dream matchup, just yeah. Just a, just a dream matchup, man. Like, I mean, just incredible. Uh, yeah. I, like I Harden, Kyrie. I hope we see this. This is more... Would you say this is more exciting than Golden State Cavs for our finals? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say so, too, as well. Like, I think we've this would be seen such a more interesting finals, yeah. Give me two new teams who have never seen each other. Who have never seen each other? Like, yeah, with, I mean, that Chris Paul making his first finals appearance after all the years. Harden emerging as, like, a, you know, maybe Harden becomes that guy. We talked about post LeBron, who's the man. Maybe Harden becomes that guy. It could be. He's putting up the numbers to be that guy already. He just man, doesn't have the dominant his personality. Three is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Watching him score 51 points twice this week and giving me the lead in our bet. Was just so amazing. I think giving you the win for a bet, man. Who else? I don't know. Like, like you have LeBron. There's not that many fifty point <laughs> games left, dude. I don't think this year is a big fifty point year. I think Harden's gonna get that. That is kind of weird. More. Like, there's yeah, it is hard to get to the, because there was one minute left. He yeah. had forty nine points, yeah. and he was arguing with the refs, and he got a technical. <laughs> I was like, please don't get a double technical. <laughs> please, please don't, don't get, get tossed. Get Come on, man. You see one if, more if fucking. You leave, if you leave at forty nine points, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, like I think, I think teams are realizing that it's more about resting your players. Yeah, it's more about team ball yeah. and about like empowering others, so you don't have to spend your energy. Hey, LeBron, yeah. pass to Kevin Love, so he can do. <laughs> we saw hard in the playoffs last yeah. year. Like you, yeah, that's definitely choke. what you need to do. Like maybe like choke or exhaustion, like whatever, like you know. uh, choke. Yeah, choke probably. But like I mean, yeah, same time. So combination. So. The way these teams, like, uh, you know, Houston's probably a little bit more proven than Boston. They've been doing it for longer. At the same time, they have that kind of susceptibility on the big stage that's been, like, they haven't really proven it on the big stage yet. Um, I think this would be the most exciting finals match. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Especially the stories. Imagine that. Boston would have to beat Cleveland to get there. Kyrie beats LeBron to get there. And the Rockets beat the Warriors. Have to slay the dragon oh, to get there. God. And That'd you watch so these teams good. that have come off these, and they both have come off these epic high points, and now they have to like just one more time. And then the NBA would be so much more interesting next year too, where it's like Golden State's angry, LeBron's, you know, looking for revenge. Where is LeBron? Like, where is LeBron? Does he stay then if Cleveland loses? Could he? Could he, could he leave Cleveland if they don't even make the finals? I think he'll definitely. Leave. You think he's gone, whatever, Jess? Maybe one year, but I still feel like the Lakers are in the spot. Okay, yeah. Anyway, a topic for another pot. We didn't need to bring in LeBron and the Lakers into this. Many times yeah, on the pot. To bring it into, to, we're talking about Houston versus Boston right now. And that is... I mean, uh, you look, yeah, they're kind of the two best records in the NBA. It just, it's hard to see... You know, you have Dan Tony, who was the mm-hmm. coach of the year last year. And you have uh, Brad Stevens, Brad who's Stevens. like... People say it's like, you know, the second best coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, let's see the coaching minds too, you know. Like, game one, I could see as a blowout. Like, mm-hmm. Boston wins by 30. Houston wins by 30. Yeah. Whatever. But, you know, like how they adjust, what they do. Like, you know, last year uh, against, I think it was against Cleveland, uh, Brad Stevens was playing Gerald Green mm-hmm. a ton. Like, starting yeah. Gerald Green. Joe Green's not in the NBA this year. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be a player this year. And, like, it was, like, just, like, that, like, mastermind, like, 
stratego, like the just yeah. the mastery of it. Like I love to see that. Like wow, you're taking the fifteenth guy on your roster. And yeah, putting him in a starting lineup because he matched up. It's a trick play. <laughs> yeah, give me some trick plays. And Brad, <laughs> and Brad Stevens, uh, if you're listening, I, I got a bunch of trick plays for you. We'll get rid of the statue. Yeah. The fumble ruski. <laughs> <laughs> Just shout out. Hit us up at uh, thank you very much at Twitter. And uh, yeah, I, I I just want to see how the coaches. I want to see how the coaches do it. Like that. That's really interesting to me because uh, I think a lot of the. The lineups and the matchups we've talked about, there's some coaching disadvantages mm -hmm. or just bad coach versus bad coach. But yeah. I, I think these two coaches, like D'Antoni, D'Antoni, you're the offensive mastermind. Like, like mm -hmm. let's see how you adjust. Yeah. Because it's easy to, like, have a plan and just, like, do it. But, like, when someone stops your plan, what's your, like, plan B? So Where are you going for it? Yeah. So who you got, man? Who you got? We'll save it for another pod. I, 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 no, I, no, you I, can't I, leave him hanging like that. I, I, I would take, My mom and dad are still listening. Come on. I would take Boston. I'd take Boston. And I, I would say six. I would say Boston figures out Houston. Yeah. I say Boston. Uh, the, there's there's a like a 25% chance mm -hmm. that Houston... They shoot 40 fucking threes a game. That they just fucking... Sweep Boston. They, they just clip all their There's threes. a chance. Like, a when you're just doing it like Boston. that, and you got guys who hit that way, like, that, they, they just get... And we've talked about this, and it's been talked about before. Like, again, they're, they're, oh, they have a chance against Golden State because, like, if they just get hot, and, like, it hasn't happened in the playoffs yet. They haven't just got hot. But, like, that doesn't mean it can't happen. They could just get hot, and it's, you're done. Yeah. But, um... I think that uh, if they don't get hot and if it's just all things are relatively equal, <coughs> I think that Boston has more pieces, has more has has more different ways to, to, to go at them, and I think that the I think that there is something to the the Houston not being winners. I don't, I don't think it's just a matter of they haven't had the time yet. I think that those. The, uh, I, I haven't seen it from Harden yet, like, and so they gotta prove it. They gotta prove it before you give it to them. And uh, and Boston, you could say the same thing, but Kyrie's been in the finals. Kyrie's hit the game-winning three it of an Boston NBA in finals. Eastern Conference Finals last year. Yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference. Lost in five <laughs> to Cleveland. Yeah, to Cleveland. So go. got pushed out. But um, Houston's yeah. never been there. Houston's never been there. I've never been there. I like I like Boston winning Game Seven in the in in uh, actually it would be in Houston. So I like I like them in six as well. <laughs> I like them in six, taking it home in the Garden, and they would be our third Eastern Conference team. We agreed on all. We I went back and forth a little bit. I wanted to stand up for Denver, but you you talked me into it. Uh, to recap, let's go one through eight. Uh, Houston versus Boston. We both agreed Boston will win. Golden State versus Toronto. Yeah, Golden State taking it home. Cleveland versus uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Cleveland takes that one. The Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Indianapolis Pacers. Yes, close. that is the four seed. Um, Minnesota, we take it's a close one. Oklahoma City versus Detroit. We like Oklahoma City by a lot. Uh, Milwaukee over Denver, uh, our third Eastern Conference team to win. The seven and eight. Uh, Portland versus Washington. We like Portland. And New Orleans versus the Knicks. We like the Pelicans. Wow, we agree on everything. I think the last question we have is, if the last regular season game is Dallas versus Atlanta, and they are jockeying for the number one seed in the NBA draft, the yeah. highest percentage to win the uh, the number one seed, how can these two teams lose the best? 
which players can they play? What can they do? How can if Dallas and Atlanta are playing each other? Obviously, they both want to lose. Yeah. How can they? How can they do? Well, that? well here's what Dallas does. Dallas, Carlisle puts in Isaac as his point guard. He puts in Nowitzki, um, uh, Powell, and Nerlens Noel. Yep. The three, the the, the triple headed big man lineup, and gives him a, a non shooter as his other option, and just tells him, you know, Isaac, just go for the highlights, go. just go for big big highlights, just go for dunks, and uh, I think Atlanta just plays the normal team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my answer was gonna be Carlisle puts himself in, but yeah, that gives a little bit. Of... <laughs> hey, Carlisle might have a better chance than some of the players on the on the on that team. Uh, all right, yeah, let's let's, let's wrap it up. How's it going? Um, good stuff. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you, uh, you guys. Um, this might, that might not be a Christmas. We might release this one like a week later. So, <laughs> let's, 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 Happy New Year! So that Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Yeah, Shinin Kwaila from Taiwan. Uh, this is Dunky. Very much. Thank you guys for being with us, and we'll be at you next time. Good night, motherfuckers. Thank you.